2: Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know
3: Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on v Prime Primetime.
4: We are off and running, and we have a Super Bowl set. That gentleman right there won a Super Bowl once upon a time. His name is Sean King. I am Tim Murray. And then, Sean, there were no more bees. Peacock Baby is what he wanted me to call him. Peacock Baby. And instead, the Cincinnati mayor decided to peacock a little too prematurely and the Kansas City Chiefs held court 23-20, to 20, the final score. And then there were zero Bs, Sean. Is that why you're wearing the black shirt today? No. You, got the, you got the black blue. You got the blue on.
5: If I feel black and blue, you know, well, uh, <laughs> for some reason Cincinnati's linebacker decides to hit Patrick Mahomes, you know, 30 yards out of bounds, and officially just went ahead and dug the hole for Mr. King and his bees. <laughs>
4: You know what was funny it was I was watching the game uh, at a, a sports book that you and I frequent in the, uh, in the neighborhood we, we live in. And I was getting dinner at a restaurant, and, our, and the TV that I was watching, its feed, was like just like a millisecond behind the sports book, which is right next to us. So if something big happened, there would be a roar right before I would see the play. Man, there were a lot of Bengals fans in that sports book. I was, every time I heard something positive, I just look at my wife I go, Well, something bad's about to happen. And sure enough, Man, it was
5: the case. I had Bengals win the AFC, Bengals win the Super Bowl. It's truly depressing. The only silver lining on this is that when I gave out genius piece of information two weeks ago, mm-hmm. when I said, Take the Eagles, they were 550 plus 550 to win the Super Bowl. It's the only thing to save him face right now. Because I had a dream, and the dream died, Tim. Four Bs, Bengals, Burrow, Brady, Bucks. I was selling it. <laughs> but I knew I was in trouble Friday. when with All the rhetoric coming out of Cincinnati, I just knew that something that generally goes their way was going to go the other way. And, and that's what happened. They've got the ball. I think it was like a m- two minutes left, right under two minutes. Bad field position, but you know what can you ask for? you? The Bengals on the road. Burrow has the ball. Seen this before. Going to drive him down the field and kick a field, going to win the game. The referees, who, by the way, were terrible in both games. Way too involved. Um, called a couple of penalties on the Bengals. They ended up having to punt. And the coverage unit. And Oof. oh, my gosh. They let Scott Moore get like a 30-yard return. You know, now you're just like, you, you've seen this before. Now now Pat's going to run around. He's going to find Kelsey. Two people going to miss a tackle, you know, and the Chiefs are going to win it. But even then, the defense stood up, and now they have him. Mahomes scrambles. I mean, it's going to have to be a godlike field goal in order for him to make it where he at. And what's his name? Osei? Is that how you say his name? Jo-
4: Joseph Osai.
5: Joseph Osai. Who played his butt off, too. <laughs> Come on, Had a really man. good game, too. Like that's unbelievable. That is so dumb. I don't care what he did before. That's just dumb.
4: It was a bad. And here's the thing. And look, I I I can't. The whole the league is rigged nonsense. Just yeah, that's just st- a dumb play. Stop. That was a bad. It was it was a, it was yeah, a penalty. It was, yeah, it was a dumb play. You can't hit the quarterback. And he owned up to it after the game. He knew it was a mistake. You can't hit the quarterback. His foot was out of bounds. He's going out of bounds. You they should can't have made him. him
5: take Greyhound back.
4: <laughs> one, of, one of his teammates wanted him, too. <laughs> Jeez. 23-20, uh, to 20, the Kansas City Chiefs defeat the Cincinnati Bengals. The under comes home in that game. And, you know, Sean, as a former quarterback, these two guys, and I know Joe Burrow wasn't, you know, on top of his game, but he had consistent pressure. To me... Not that it has much of a debate, in my opinion, but these are the two dudes. Like, and I hope for the next however many years, this becomes the next Manning Brady rivalry. These guys. I was texting with a group of buddies who of mine that were all on the Chiefs, like I was. And once Brady or Burrow got it back, I was like, it's over. <laughs> I was like, he's that dude. I, I was when Andy Reid punted the ball away, which ended up working out. When he punted it on, what was it, fourth and eight from the 38, yeah. Burrow gets at the six-yard line, two timeouts, and the two-minute warning, done.
1: Yeah. This
4: thing is over. And I was thinking the I'm same terrified. thing. I'm terrified. I mean, Joe Burrow, if you bet against him, and you could say the same thing about Patrick Mahomes, but if you bet against either one of those guys, you're terrified when they have the ball late in a game. Yeah. Terrified.
5: I know it didn't scare me. Nothing that went on in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, <laughs> nothing there scared me. Man, I'm just telling you, I, when that game ended, I was sitting with some guys up at the stadium swimming, got a cabana. Weather actually ended up being beautiful. It was a nice day. I said, whoever wins the AFC Championship game, I'm immediately betting to win the Super Bowl. Philly has got a cakewalk path to this game. I mean, can you... I can't even fathom, not just Brock Purdy getting hurt, but Josh Johnson getting hurt. Like, they brought put Christian McCaffrey at quarterback. It's still a half of football to play. Well, can
4: I just... Give a a a shout out to Brock Purdy. Oh, I know. It just came out; it's official. He has a torn UCL in his elbow. He will be out six months here, Sean. And he had to come back in. He actually threw what two passes? Yeah, threw a screen pass. The NFL hopefully will change the rule. Did they have the
5: rule when you were in the league? The emergency quarterback rule. Yeah. So when I was in the league, if you had a third quarterback active. He didn't count against your roster, but if he played, no other quarter, none of the quarterbacks in front of him could go back in the game. Okay. They only have two healthy quarterbacks, so it wouldn't apply to them. Someone, someone tweeted me on Sunday.
4: I can't. Put, you know, I'm sick and tired of the NFL. All these backup quarterbacks stink. And they usually I don't put people on blast, but I had to say, you do know he's there fourth-string quarterback, the third-string quarterback in San Francisco, didn't lose a start up until yesterday. Look, I don't know. If Brock Purdy plays, is the outcome different? I don't know. I, I really don't. I'll tell you this, though, Sean. A reason why I gave out Jalen Hurts under 48-and-a-half rushing yards on Friday's show, mm-hmm. he's not healthy. You could sense that. And then late in the game, he was running the ball. I was, yeah, I don't know what
5: Siriano was thinking. That man. made
4: no sense to me at all. It didn't. It didn't at all. I I tweeted something out, too, and I got, oh, yeah, I guess Nick Sirianni doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm like, you're up 21-7, to and the other team is incapable of moving the ball. Maybe you don't have design runs for your quarterback with a bum shoulder who missed two weeks of the final two weeks of the season.
5: I'm not a Sirianni guy. I told you that. But I will say this. I will give him credit, and I'm surprised Shanahan allowed this to happen. Uh, They went for it on fourth and what was that? Three. Mm -hmm. And he throws it deep to Devontae Smith. And I for the life of me don't know why Shanahan didn't throw the challenge flag or or call call timeout. timeout. Because you're talking about a crucial play in a 0-0 game. It's fourth down. So if you're right, you get the ball. Great field position. If you're wrong, at least you get to set yourself up to stop the momentum because they're inside the 10. Like so. It was such a huge play. I'm surprised that Shanahan didn't automatically throw the flag. And here, here's a disclaimer. Here's how I operate it. If the person on the other team that's involved in the play is trying to get his team to hurry up and get the ball snapped, nine times out of ten, that means he's unsure or he's absolutely sure that he just got the benefit of the doubt. When I saw Devontae get up and go to saying hurry up, I thought for sure Shanahan was going to uh, call a timeout or throw the flag. And 100%. when he didn't, I was shocked. 100%.
4: And that is the obvious tell. And then a similar situation happened where a a a bad challenge by Andy Reid in the Chiefs game where he challenges the Kadarius Tony incompletion in the end zone. And Kadarius, Kadarius got up. Yeah, didn't even up. try. Yeah. Yeah, he got up. He like wasn't doing knew. like
6: this, like, oh, yeah.
4: get this flag. He's like, yeah, I, I yeah. dropped
6: it. He was like,
5: <laughs> he still threw it's like bummer.
4: He's the only wide receiver in the history of the NFL that made a catch and didn't scream and shout about it.
5: Shout out to my boy Marquez Valdez Scantling too, St. Pete, USF. Balled out. Balled out. That's what we do though. Got ourselves a Super Bowl, and uh, oh, you want to get a, another check
4: mark for me in there? If you want to, <sighs> Chiefs. I will say on Friday, you kind of knew. You, oh the, yeah, I know the the the. There's no kind of I know. knowing my partner like I know him. Yeah, the 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 range of emotions, and then on Friday, you just you just had that feeling. You saw the line moving yeah. the other way. Man, they talking crazy. You, you just... got the mayor talking about uh, you know paternity tests. You got Chris Jones saying,
5: Burrowhead, see so you at Burrowhead. He had never had a postseason sack, and you he... woke, and you woke up that guy, Ooh,
4: buddy. And I will say, we had uh, Rocky Boyman on last week, and he said it on this show. He goes, the test is Sunday for the offensive line. He said the tenor in Cincinnati was give Jackson Carmen an extension. The offensive line is fixed. And he told us on this show, he said, the test is coming on Sunday. Hmm. And early on, now they made some adjustments, right, late in that game. And they had the ball tied at 20. I thought Cincinnati was going to win the game. And, my God, when you've got Jamar Chase, that fourth and sixth conversion, <sighs> ridiculous. Just throw it up to Jamar Chase, double Yeah, covered. he's
5: pretty good, man. <laughs> Hats off to both defenses, though. For those quarterbacks in that game only to be 20-20, I always said this. You know, Red on defense in, in the playoffs, they're so good. That's why it's very difficult for me to ever play overs. Because these defenses are elite and when you get when they get in the red zone they just don't give up a lot of touchdowns and that's what you saw in this game field goal field goal field goal and you end up with another low scoring game did any of the games Neither. neither go neither, neither, neither went over, this right? weekend
4: went over and uh, the teaser of San Francisco plus eight and a half as soon as you saw Brock Purdy's arm go the other way you knew you were in a whole lot of trouble uh, on that one so we've got ourselves a Super Bowl we got a spread. We've got a total. We got a lot to get to. That Sean King got some airtime on CBS, baby. Woo! Yeah, I like to see it. I'm Tim Murray. It is Veasan Prime Time. Just so once again this many bees remaining.
5: Peacock <laughs> baby. <laughs>
6: I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
3: On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when... The phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day be the most mythologized figure in American art but how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that a myth on Death of an Artist Season 2 Krasner and Pollock the story about how the art world changed forever and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting just maybe not the one you're thinking of listen to Death of an Artist Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Businessweek, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday... Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This is Prime Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on vSIND, the Sports Betting Network.
4: Of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is VEASAN Prime primetime. Super Bowl down in Glendale, Arizona. Two weeks away, February 12th. And right now, Philadelphia, a two point favorite with a total of 49. And a half before we dive into that, and of course, we will have plenty of discussion about the Super Bowl, still two weeks away. Um, sitting there on my couch, buckled in for a, a nice Sunday viewing pleasure. Mm-hmm. May or may not have taken a little on San Francisco when I got to three. I'll talk about how I got off that in a moment, but there, right from the jump, Sean King on my screen. Let me ask you, Sean. This week was uh, was a fun week. It was a fun week for me, and I wasn't the guy. It was you. So we're sitting there. I'm watching this game, and there you pop up. Youngest. I didn't know this one. We talked about rookies. You are the youngest starting quarterback in a conference championship game. You are 22 years and 239 days old. Brock Purdy, 23 days and 33 days old. Ben Roethlisberger, uh, just a shy under 23. What was your phone your mentions like when this pops up you were here right?
5: Yeah, we were up at uh, Stadium Swim. <laughs> did you were you watching? Or did you yeah, pay we attention? were watching we were and uh, <laughs> my boys start jumping up and down. Hey, that's our dog. <laughs> so now everybody in the cabanas around <laughs> knows that we're here. But it's funny because after I got finished meeting everybody. oh My God, well, I used to love you with some Bears fans. And they remember like when we were in the in uh, the. Uh, the central, the NFC central, mm-hmm. the black and blue defense. We were chit-chatting, whatever. But when I got back to my phone, I had 179 texts. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> So needless to say, I have that graphic multiple times.
4: First thing I did as soon as I saw it, I was like, where's the remote? And I paused the game. I was like, I gotta take a picture, <laughs> put this out on Twitter. Were so, you by
5: yourself? I was at home.
4: Oh. Chilling at home. Um, Went to a Wifey and I went out later, and uh, we watched it. I just had a feeling, Sean, and I didn't expect, like I said, I mentioned I bet San Francisco plus three, was mm-hmm. able to get off of it, and where I almost got into trouble, Sean, was, you know me, I, I don't get too overzealous, I got right? a
5: text from you, and you had Eagles minus six four, and a four half. six and a half, eight <laughs> and a half, I was like, Jesus, Tim. <laughs> I just, I pulled out the
4: app, and I was just, Hit, hit, hit. Odds have changed. Don't care. Hit, hit, hit. And then San Francisco goes down and ties the game. And my wife and taken my son somewhere to, I don't know what they were doing. And I'm just thinking to myself, what did I get myself into? Because <laughs> I had San Francisco plus three, and then I had all of these Phillies, four and a half, six and a half, eight and a half. I'm like, if this thing lands Philly three, I am in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I am in a lot of trouble. And then Josh Johnson fumbled a snap, and we were okay. Yeah, the rest once, is history. Once he fumbled a snap, I was like, oh, God, thank you. 21-7 at the half. And uh, and then I just started sweating out Jalen Hurts under rushing yards, which ultimately came home. Um, but, you know, what? when you look at Philadelphia, and we've got a bettable or forgettable, because Jalen Hurts, he said it during the week. He's still not 100% healthy. Now, he may get there within the next two weeks, and and hopefully he does. I want to see a fully healthy Jalen Hurts against a fully healthy Patrick Mahomes. But what can we really take? You mentioned a little bit earlier in the show, Sean. What can we take from the Philadelphia Eagles of their two dismantlings so far this postseason against the Giants and now against the
5: 49ers? I think they're going to be overconfident. That's why I've already bet the Chiefs. I just think it's difficult when you go from one level of competition to drastically better level of competition. I don't think they're prepared for Kansas City based on how they've gotten here. I mean, you played the 49ers without their ability to throw the football. Like, they could not throw the ball down the field. They couldn't throw short game, couldn't, like, no semblance of a passing game because of the injuries. You got the Giants who were trotting in uh, a mid-major college level of talent at receiver yeah. and dropping balls. like So they got here, you know, a lot easier path than than Kansas City, who played a hot Jacksonville team with a bunch of talent and a great head coach and then went up against arguably the best quarterback in football that's not on their team, and Joe Burrow, a team that had beaten them the last three times that they played them, team that beat them in this game last year. So I just think they're going to be – too much for Philly this time. Have you ever been
4: in a situation like that ever? Whether it be when you were no. coaching at USF? No, where play, you get everybody hurt? No. I mean, it felt like, you know, where I grew up in the D.C. area, the body bag game when Brian Mitchell had to play quarterback. I think that was like 91 or 92, something like that.
5: What do you do? I mean, if you're Kyle Shanahan, is, there's nothing you can do. So I'm actually surprised that Kyle didn't have something prepared because... He knew they only. He knew they only had two quarterbacks. Right. Normally you have three. Yeah. And you're like, if we get to the fourth quarterback, I mean. But it, isn't over. usually
4: the third inactive?
5: Yeah, but the third is still a quarterback. Mm. It's not like you were going put Christian McCaffrey at quarterback or or Debo Samuel or something like that. So. But I mean, when Josh Johnson was in there, just like they didn't have a quarterback in there, and he was afraid. I mean, Josh, then what did he get a concussion or something? Is that yeah. what happened to him? Well, he
4: got hit on the elbow. I saw again, his head go and then hit, the his ground. Head hit the ground and he There's got no way you could have took me out of that game. Well, he, that, that was a call from, I know, from
5: the higher ups. I'd sorry. have ran back on the field. You know how Antonio Brown ran off naked out <laughs> of ran on shirt off everything. I'm good. I feel bad for Brock Purdy. Yeah. This might've changed his career forever. It's possible. Because this injury now guarantees that they don't do anything with Trey Lance. And Trey Lance gets all the reps.
4: Yeah, he's out until training camp. Yeah, They said it's a, it's a six-month injury.
5: He might he, might, mean, miss he might miss training camp. He might miss
4: training camp. what I'm saying. Yeah. You're right. I mean, uh, now.
5: And what the hell was so funny that Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo were on the sideline laughing about? I don't know. I mean, your boys out there getting shedded And they having like a moment of, of comedy on the sideline.
4: I'm hoping it caught him at the wrong time because Jeez. didn't look good. Didn't look good. Jimmy and his pearly white sitting over there. Man.
5: I was, that's strange. It was very bizarre.
4: So, yeah, I just... Look, Philly looks the part. Hassan Reddick was an absolute menace in that game. But when you're not facing... I mean, it's a it's a whole new ball game facing, in my eyes, and I think in many people's eyes, the best player in the NFL right now, Patrick Mahomes, with two more weeks to get healthy. But here's the issue is, man, they're all banged up. I mean, we know that Mahomes is banged up. Did
5: they ever say what was wrong with Juju or – Juju Smith has a knee injury. I think he's questionable for the – He's been a big part. That would be the only one of those guys that that I I feel like Andy really needs to have back. Because Juju actually has turned into kind of like a slot possession type guy for them. But hey, man, if and hit...
4: LeJarius Sneed, he left the game with a with a concussion. Hopefully, he'll be back. Yeah. So he barely played in that game. I'm already on the Chiefs. Oh, I'll be on the Chiefs. I'm just waiting. It's no
5: rush for me. Oh, I got that too because I think it might end up being uh, Chiefs. Favorite. If I
4: start to see it start moving back a little bit, like we saw last week, you know, find the right time to to jump in and strike. Uh, Andy Reid, bettable or forgettable? Said no update yet on Juju Smith-Schuster or the other injured players, uh, including Miko Hartman, who came back from injury. Uh, He only played, I think, 15 snaps yesterday before uh, re-aggravating his uh, his injury. Kadarius Toney, uh, he got banged up with an ankle injury. So right now, they've got three wide receivers, Sean, that are banged up. Legarius Sneed, as I mentioned, uh, he was left the game, didn't return uh, in the secondary there for the Chiefs. So in addition to the fact that you know, Travis Kelsey, he looked just fine, but we got, you know, he's going to be a game-time decision. We got that report, which I don't think anybody out there was like, oh, <laughs> maybe
0: Travis Kelsey's not going to play. Oh,
4: he's out. Yeah. And uh, Patrick Mahomes will get two more weeks to work on that ankle, uh, which for the most part, Sean, up until the third or fourth quarter, that uh, as you, as as I guess your brethren would call it, the vitamin T, mm-hmm. worked its, uh,
5: did its job at least in the first half pretty well. Yeah, I told you. I, I, I told you I would be surprised. If you could even tell that he was injured, mm-hmm. and I said that from the very beginning last week, I just was like, at his age, and the, how I know the body's, you know, capable of recovering and re- regenerating, and then with all the technology and you know his commitment to doing things the right way, I just thought the ankle wouldn't be a problem. I thought this game would come down to who had the ball last, but I didn't envision Burrow not handling business, and they got a penalty or something on that drive that put him behind the chains, but. You were peacocking about getting a cigar check. I know I'm about to get one. I know sometime this week, old Jim Irsay going to announce Jeff Saturday (laughs) as the long-term
4: coach of the
2: Colts. (laughs) That's Sean King.
4: I'm Tim Murray. It is VEASAN PRIME TIME.
0: Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the Vsin experts have got you covered. Become a Vsin Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, v betting guides for the biggest games of the season where experts break down brackets best bets and all the big game props don't miss out on this limited time offer visit v slash subscribe today to sign up for only 9.99 that's v-s-i-n.com slash subscribe alongside the youngest quarterback ever to start a conference championship game <laughs> sean king i am tim murray Uh, Later on this hour, in just about 15 minutes, we will chat with Mike Pritchard, former NFL wide receiver, get his thoughts of championship weekend and early thoughts on the Super Bowl. Sean, already on record, has gone to the window on the Kansas City Chiefs, taking the two. Yep, already there. And uh, I will probably be joining you on that uh, that journey. I'm
5: all over it. And if it clicks a three, then I'll jump on that as well. But I think it's going to go the opposite direction. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a pick 'em by the time the game kicks off next Sunday. Well, what was really interesting, Sean, Jeff Benson here at
4: the Circus Sportsbook, uh, one of the risk managers here, Jeff doing, uh, or excuse me, Sportsbook operations manager. Beg your pardon, Jeff. Don't mean to shortchange you. Uh, But he tweeted out, let's see if I can find it. He goes, they opened... Kansas City minus two and a half, and within a span of 22 minutes, Sean, it moved five points. Now, this is one of those interesting discussions we can have it all throughout the week. Is you know who do you trust here? Do you trust the people who shape the market, the betters, the, the the sharp betters that move this, or do you trust the original opinion of the odds makers, or is it somewhere in the middle? It's it's kind of an always interesting discussion to have but circa opened up kansas city minus two and a half and it flipped five points in the span of 22 minutes last Mm. night and now it's come back down a little bit sitting there as we look over our shoulders here at the Circa sportsbook sits at two bet mgm sits at two uh so we'll, we'll see how the week goes if there's some as uh Vinny Maiulo would say some toggling going I, back and I, forth.
5: I won't be budging. I'll just continue to make more bets on Kansas City. <laughs> just being honest. Good. I'm, I'm I'm. strictly going with my eye test. My eyes tell me that the Eagles have not seen anything like what Kansas City is going to present them with. Just it's not, no, not their fault. But just the way it fell. The way the chips fell. They all fell. Everything. Turned over Eagles. Everything.
4: I mean, Sean, when you look at the inability last night, the inability to get the run game going for the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Isaiah Pacheco, I think, finished with, what, 26 rushing yards Mm -hmm. on 10 carries. They they could never get it going. And neither could Cincinnati, by the the, way.
5: Neither did the Bengals.
4: Neither did Cincinnati. We know... The weapons that Philadelphia has. Let's just start with the the run game Mm -hmm. for Kansas City. Can they get that going? And can it be more productive against Philadelphia? Look, San Francisco, granted, I'm not comparing Isaiah Pacheco to Christian McCaffrey, but San Francisco was still able to get some production on the ground. They just obviously could not throw the football. Can Kansas City run at least better than they did on Sunday against...
5: Philadelphia. I think so. Um, Clyde O'Tillaire should be as healthy as he's been in a long time for the Super Bowl. So He's been battling with some stuff. The familiarity that exists between Cincy and Kansas City, because of how many times they've played, and it, the stakes have been extremely high, I think creates some understanding, whereas Philly, Kansas City, I don't think they have, played Jalen Hurts versus Patrick Mahomes, so this will be something new. So I just favor Kansas City. They've got the experience edge. They have the better quarterback, although Jalen Hurts, I think, is a young quarterback that's going to be really good. And I think Kansas City learned something about themselves because it shouldn't take Eli Apple running off at the mouth or the mayor of Cincinnati running off at the mouth for them to play at the level that they played at from an intensity and effort standpoint. So now that they tap back into that, I think you're going to really, really get an a, a excellent performance. Uh, what's it, about 13 days in, in, in um, yeah, 13, Glendale, Arizona? 13
4: days from today, yeah. down in Glendale. Uh, Frank Clark was pretty fired up. He said uh, they can take their bum bleep all the way back to Cincinnati. They ke- came to the Chiefs' kingdom and got their bleep thumped. I'm the bleeping king, mm-hmm. Frank he's funny he's funny (laughs) how about this stat from john ewing the chiefs and eagles Mm -hmm. both beat the cardinals this year on the road okay the cardinals won one game at home this year meaning the winner of the super bowl will end up with more wins at state farm stadium than the arizona cardinals did this year
5: wow you think uh, Kingsbury's back from Thailand or, or Philippines where we went? I
4: wouldn't be. I'd just be hanging out. Why rush it? Um, quick, uh, quick little side note here. Um, I do have some action tonight. Okay. I don't feel great about it, but we're going to roll with it. A heck of a lead in. I know. Confident, baby. Oozing com. Well, my second play is it's kind of an issue that I have internally. It's it's I I recognize it's it's a flaw, uh, but I can't stop it. But I'm going with the Q. Syracuse uh, plus five and a half at home against Virginia. Hopefully they show some life after showing no life over the weekend against
5: Virginia Tech. Yeah, I had them over the weekend. I think Virginia Tech almost doubled them up. 85 to 70 was the final. Oh, so they came back and made it look good because it was it wasn't that close of a game.
4: Yeah, Uh, Virginia. Has uh, won six in a row and uh, seems to be, even though Clemson record-wise is the best team in the ACC, Virginia looks to be the class of what is a pretty down ACC this year. And yet I'm going to go against them. Plus five and a half. I'm going to take Q's here in that spot. And uh, I recognize when I have a fault.
5: I have many of them. You need to get over this one. I don't know what you like in this
4: team. I don't know either. But they got me a cover this weekend and in the uh circa college basketball contest too i was gonna stay off this game and then i started to see the market move and you know i just can't stop when i see the market move
5: bless you playing with a heavy bank account right now after all your uh in-game eagles what bets came through <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: i did i did have to stop and take out a couple bucks because <laughs> don't make sure i don't make that mistake again <laughs> Uh, I am Tim Murray, and I have a Texas Tech
5: problem. You really do.
4: I have a Texas Tech problem. They're 0-8 in the Big 12, Sean. They played Iowa State back on January 10th, which was, what, three weeks ago? They lost by 34. They're the favorite tonight, Sean.
5: So you burned me last week with this I team. Did. Sorry, I did. The I, same I, situation last week. I, I totally yeah, recognize I'm, it. I'm over it. As you said so eloquently, that
4: one of the first times we ever worked together, you said, You got a pain problem. I do. Yeah. And they went to LSU. I laid the three with them on the road at LSU. Somehow, someway, we got the cover. And I'm going back. I can't stop it. I, I can't stop betting on Texas Tech. They are not a good basketball team. But if they covered tonight or they won tonight and I was not on them, I wouldn't be able to look you in the face tomorrow. So do what you will if you want to bet Iowa State I don't
5: fault you so I've kind of got like a, a abstract fresh off the Patrick Mahome's win yeah maybe? I, I've got like an abstract Guns little up. Deal. I'm going Fred van I'm going uh, Gary Trent over 18 and a half points tonight what right where, where God saved did you go with that one and then I think I'm gonna go Baylor money line all right because I'm still mad at Texas for this weekend oh boy I went 3-1-1. One and one. I am so disgusted with Texas. On so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go Baylor tonight to win outright.
4: In the Humans College Basketball Contest, my one loser was Texas. No. Oh, Sean is not uh, not – that is not official for the uh, for the official nah, website. I don't, I don't
5: feel good enough about it to put in a contest. Eh, whatever. Texas Tech is fine. Over Gary Trent. We can make that official. Gary Trent, over 18-and-a-half Yeah, points. OG is out tonight. <laughs> And so Trent. I hope get, you bring it home, baby. Yeah, man, absolutely. You should follow me. I'm good. I'm. I'm be sweating. Just, out. I just want something positive to distract you from <laughs> this impeding letdown. From this slot. Well, the good news for the show
4: is that Texas Tech plays at nine o'clock Eastern, so we'll be off the air as I watch this.
5: See, for me, it's a. It, it's just a. I can't bet a team that plays basketball the way Texas Tech does, which is poorly.
4: Guns up. I can't stop. Hope you're right. I can't stop. Can't Hope stop. Won't right. stop. Somehow we got to cover over the weekend. On the road. Then Patrick Mahomes wins. Red Raiders, baby. Let's get it done. All right. Back to the Super Bowl discussion and what we saw from the weekend. And is there an early lean from Mike Pritchard, former NFL wide receiver? He'll join us next, right here on VCN Primetime.
0: This is VSet Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSet, the sports betting network.
4: Attention BetMGM customers, have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account And click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is Vsin Prime Time and the Super Bowl this year down in Glendale, Arizona. Of course, Kansas City Chiefs against the Philadelphia Eagles. KC right now a two-point underdog, and to get his initial thoughts on the Super Bowl matchup, our Vsin senior NFL analyst, former NFL wide receiver Mike Pritchard, who joined us through all throughout the NFL season in this time slot. You know, Pritch, we were talking about it earlier in the show, and you and uh, Sean were actually talking about it during the break. I find it pretty fascinating to, you know, as as you a former wide receiver to watch Devontae Smith, you know, make that play. Ultimately it was incomplete, but rule to catch on the field and the hand signal and the wherewithal for him to kind of tell everybody, we gotta hurry up here. What did you make of that play? And were you surprised that Kyle Shanahan didn't recognize that and throw the challenge flag?
7: Yeah, you know, Tim, Sean, great to be with you. I, yeah, a little bit of both. I, I mean, first of all, that's excellent coaching. And I thought Nick Sirianni and his coaching staff has done an a incredible job. You know, the Eagles play at pace sometimes. They, they brought in the college concepts uh, with uh, Steichen. Uh, They're at coordinator on both sides of the ball, really, too, Gannon on the defensive side. But uh, the awareness uh, of Devontae Smith uh, to go out there and, and, and hit his hands and get his hand signals to indicate that, look, this might be reviewed. We better hurry up and snap this ball. And obviously they practiced it. There's no different difference than, you know, Aaron Rodgers at the, at the snap of the ball, at the line of scrimmage, recognizing a substitution on a defensive ball. And you're trying to get a quick five yards that way, a quick penalty. So, uh, it was great awareness, uh, great coaching uh, on that side of the ball. And on the other side, uh, it's like, you know, Kyle as a play caller i wonder if he was about to go through the sequence of plays because that was a fourth down situation and okay maybe you're about to get the ball if you hold them you're talking to your coaching staff about okay what looks good here what should we start with even though you might have been scripted at that point uh but either way he was distracted um he's blaming the excuse on the camera the lack of camera angles uh but to me that's no excuse i mean you have to be ready uh, to challenge a pivotal call like that early in the game
5: you know here's what's interesting Pritch, I feel like over the last, let's say, decade, the league has slowly evolved from a rules standpoint, trying to make the game more exciting, you know, more explosive plays. Yet, only one receiver out of all four teams had over 100 yards receiving. That's Marquez Valdez-Sketland. Why does it seem to be so difficult all of a sudden to create explosive plays in the pass game?
7: Well, I mean, it's always the case, really. I I think um, if you look at, uh, what happens in a Super Bowl, Sean, or, you know, deep in the playoffs or whatever, you know, teams are so familiar with what you do, uh, your schemes, your concepts and all that, your tendencies, everything. Uh when when somebody breaks loose, whether it's a running back or or a wide receiver, uh, it's because they got a great matchup or uh, you know, there's been a blown coverage or, or something like that, right? I mean, uh, I, I think for the most part, plays are just hard to come by, man. It it, it is so tough these days and uh, when you see, you know, these conference championships, now we're about to see the witness and witness the Super Bowl. Uh, it, it is rare uh, to really see people break out that way. But uh, I, you know, you got some game breakers. You got some matchups. I, I think you got to get to them. Uh, I think Cincinnati wanted to get to some and feature those, but they couldn't protect Burrow, uh, you know? And then on the other side, you, I, I was thinking Kelsey, which he did go over uh, his receiving yards prop, had no idea about Scantling you know, though. And, <laughs> and, and Patrick Mahomes finding him, but. You know, sometimes those role players step up big time. And then other times, like just like last year, you know, you got Cooper Cup uh, that can come through. I I find it fascinating that certainly quarterbacks have led the way for Super Bowl MVP, uh, but running backs and wide receivers are tied for second Mm. uh, in terms of winning that that award as well.
5: Interesting. Eagles have looked dominant. The final Mm. scores suggest dominance yet Justin Hurts is not thrown for 160 yards in either (laughs) of these games. Can the Eagles beat the Chiefs with this limited attack? I mean, everything's kind of gone and bounced in their favor so far. Early in this process, still about 13 days out, what's your initial opinion of Kansas City-Philly?
7: Well, Philly's got so much offense. Um, They really exploit the weak side of a defense, the weak side of the field. Uh, because they run an option game. I mean, it's like, like I mentioned before, it's a college concept, it's a college offense, uh, and, and they really exploit the numbers, like the, like we see in college football, or back in my day when we ran the wishbone uh, my freshman year at, at Colorado. Uh, and so they use Kelsey Jason, they pull him, they get him to the edge. They're a perimeter-oriented football team and running the football. Uh, if the Chiefs can contain that uh, and 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 you know slow that down a bit, I think they got a legitimate chance because on the other side. We have uh, a PFM too. You know, we had Peyton freaking Manning before. (laughs) Now we have Patrick freaking Mahomes (laughs) out there doing some craziness, right? I mean, this guy was on one one leg essentially, and his will to win uh, uh, was not going to be denied. And and especially sucking it up and and playing through the pain that he did—that pain level—I mean, that guy is remarkable. It is rare that we see something like that. So. As long as a player like that is in the Kansas City Chiefs locker room, uh, you're going to find inspired performances like Chris Jones on, on defense, like like Cook, those rookie defensive backs, you know, going up against Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. I mean, these guys stepped up on a big stage, big time, uh, certainly to help out their quarterback.
4: We're talking once again to former NFL wide receiver and our senior NFL analyst here at v Mike Pritchard. Pritch, you know, just kind of double downing uh, or doubling back on what you were talking about with Patrick Mahomes, Juju Smith-Schuster, Miko Harman, Kadarius Toney, all banged up out of that game. Yes, they still have Kelsey, and if Kelsey was the guy out, maybe it's different. But, you know, Sean's guy, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, over 100 right. receiving yards, we got two weeks to, to see how everyone, you know, heals up and if everyone's healthy. You know, I, I'm leaning with Sean here, you know, trusting in Patrick Mahomes. Um, mm-hmm. But but as a former wide receiver, what do you make of what you've seen from Patrick Mahomes? And, and just his performance yesterday where he's banged up, his receivers are all out, and he still finds ways at the most important times. I mean, the, the fourth down touchdown pass was just
7: ridiculous. Right. Right. I, that's what it is. It's is Patrick freaking Mahomes. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> even, even when he dropped the ball out of his hands, right. He fumbled it and turned it over. I was like, Patrick freaking Mahomes. And, you know, and then he makes that play and you just shake your head. And uh, the guy is remarkable. He really is. I, you know, as a receiver, uh, I can equate it to, you know, you're playing with Elway, you're in a huddle uh, with this guy and you're in awe, right? And, and you are know, Warren moon's calling the play. He's about to throw you the rock. Uh, and you're looking at him. Like, That's Warren Moon over there. So uh, you're starstruck, I think, a little bit, but not not this team. I mean, Patrick Mahomes. He's such a he's such a great teammate, um, and he settles everybody down. Everybody down. He knows where he wants to go with the football at all times. Uh, it's your job to get open. It's your job to catch it, Tony, for a touchdown, right? <laughs> um, but I, no, I I think a quarterback like that, Tim, uh, he raises your level of play. Uh, And he helps you uh, tremendously, right? And uh, I I think you see players responding in that mode. So, who's ever out there with them, they're going to be elevated. He's going to give them a chance. He's going to create something uh, to make them or help them make a play. And, you know, that's what you want. I mean, as a better, you know, my early lean right now is Philly, to be honest with you, because they have so much. But it is two weeks for Spags, the defensive coordinator, uh, to kind of understand this college system, this college offense, and, and maybe have an answer for that, though.
5: You know, it's interesting, you're talking about Patrick Mahomes and the intrinsic aspects that make him great beyond just his talent. What did yeah. you think? Of, Eagles were getting woodshedded. We got about a minute left. And okay. the camera pans to the sideline, and old Garoppolo and Trey Lance just having a good old time on yeah. the sideline. What what popped into your mind when you saw that?
7: Man, man he's out of there, one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he knows he's out of there, man. You know, I think he's going to cash in for for the free agency. Why wouldn't he, right? Uh, nah, you know, I didn't like it. I, San Francisco, I, I mean, I felt my heart went out to them because mm-hmm. every chance or every hope that they had just disappeared, just vanished because they didn't have a quarterback. Uh, and so being on the sideline when you're about to lose a game in the playoffs, that is not fun. Nobody's laughing. In fact, you're doing uh, what the Cincinnati Bengals players were doing. I mean, you're crying. You're upset. I mean, uh, so yeah, that that was not a good look for... For a younger player, I mean, he should have known better than that, but certainly for Garoppolo, he needs to get out of there, though.
4: He's Mike Pritchard. Great stuff, Pritch. He joins us each and every Monday here on v Prime Primetime. Thanks, Pritch. Thank you, guys. It Vsin Primetime.
2: Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know
3: Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner?